What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire season, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends, over at freemanmazda.net. Without them, the show would not be possible, so shout out to them. We will talk more about Freeman Mazda and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, we'll talk some Cowboys football, and we'll talk about some of the X factors that could actually keep this game a little bit closer than many would expect. And I wanted to start things off by actually pointing out a player that a Cowboys should watch out for on Sunday afternoon when they take on the Bengals. It is a home game for the Cowboys. They're seven-point underdogs. Even though they're playing at AT&T Stadium, that would make sense because as you have heard, as you have heard throughout the week, this is a tough one for the Cowboys. They're facing the Bengals, who are the reigning defending AFC champions. The Cowboys are going to be playing with Cooper Rush as a quarterback, and we were left disappointed in a drastic fashion last Sunday when the Cowboys' offense looked inexistent, honestly, versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So what could keep this game close? We'll get to that. But before we do that, let me talk to you about this player that the Cowboys need to watch out for. And I am thinking of number 98, defensive tackle, DJ Reader. This guy is a game wrecker. I will show you a clip from him. He's the guy lined up over the Steelers' right guards. That will be on the left side of your screen. So there you go. Number 98. Look at that strength. Sheesh. Just tosses the man out aside, gets to the running back. And that's just the first example that I found when looking for clips to play to you guys here on the show. DJ Reader is an absolute beast for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the proposition of having him play versus Matt Farniak is not an attractive one for Cowboys fans because it sounds like for Dallas, it will be Tyler Smith at tackle and then Farniak again at left guard because just judging by Mike McCarthy's comments and maybe they do throw a change up our way, which would be quite fun, but it sounds like Jason Peters is still undergoing this ramp up period. It seems like they're not getting ready for Jason Peters to take over at left tackle in week two at the very least. That could change later in the week. Uh, Mike McCarthy, that wouldn't be the, the first time that he holds his cards you know, close to his chest. So come game day, you never know. Maybe the Cowboys do throw that change up our way, and maybe the Cowboys do end up playing Jason Peters. For now, though, the projected starting lineup should be Matt Farniak at left guard. And that is the weakest spot across the entire offensive line. Tyler Smith played reasonably well versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. He lost some reps. He will lose some reps come Sunday, I am sure. And throughout the season, that will be the story for Tyler Smith. But it's about pretty much about surviving out there because he has shown that he can he that he belongs to the NFL level in a perspective of strength and explosiveness. He can win reps even versus top competition like Shaquille Barrett, for example, as he did last week, even though the technical stuff is not there yet. He has a long way to go in that department. But DJ Reader, number 98, is one of the players that could wreck 
this game for the Cowboys. Because if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you're getting ready for a lot of Ezekiel Elliott. They are going to they are going to focus the game plan on Ezekiel Elliott. At least that's what many of us are expecting from this game. DJ Reader could be the guy that keeps the Cowboys from doing so. And that is a dangerous proposition. Farniak versus uh versus excuse me. Farniak versus DJ Reader. I blanked on the name, even though he is the guy that I'm talking about. That could be the, the game record. Now, however, I do want to say that I want to focus on some of the X factors that are the reason why I think the Cowboys can actually keep this game kind of close. Jake Kirk says, bro, are we going to beat the Bengals? The score prediction will happen at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that because I do have a score prediction for you as I will do every single Thursday. What do we do here on, on the Thursday show is we usually preview the game. We add some notes, some matchups to watch, some X factors as we are doing this week. And then towards the end of the show, we would to we get to betting the Cowboys where the rule is that we are unbiased, completely unbiased, and we make one bet per week. And the bet has to be on minus 110 betting odds, which is the standard. And we will try to get to a winning record at the end of the of the season. We started off on the right foot. We started off 1-0 because we took the under last week. Spoiler alert, not this time. I did, I did not take the under. That's a very low number, and I am not comfortable uh, betting it. 6 to Midnight says, the slogan I am going with, Mo, is no Dak. Then we, we got to have Jack, and I like it. I like that slogan. What's up, Scott? Thank you for watching. Billy Bailey is also tuning in on Facebook. Nicholas says, Connor Williams was the highest rated center for week one. Wow. I had not seen that actually. And that's, you know, the Patriots are suffering right now. But big test for Connor Williams this weekend when they face the Baltimore Ravens. That's a loaded defensive line. I was surprised. Speaking of former Cowboys offensive linemen, someone that they will face this weekend is Lyle Collins. And he... He actually gave up one pressure the entire game. People on Twitter were acting as if that was Chaz Green play, playing versus TJ Watt. And I mean, TJ Watt did have a pretty damn good game, but that's TJ Watt. He would do that after, uh, versus any offensive lineman in the NFL. That's what he does. He's one of the best players in the entire league. And I actually thought that Lyle Collins was pretty decent on that game last weekend. He got some wins even versus TJ Watt. There was this one particular snap on third down late in the game in the second half in which Lyle Collins actually kind of manhandled TJ Watt. So shout out to, to what he's doing over there in Cincinnati. And it will be fun to watch him go against Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence this weekend. I believe both sides will get a win on that matchup. Uh, sometimes it will be Michael and D-Law, but I think Lyle Collins is definitely going to win some reps. Even though Cowboys Nation, and I found that funny, Cowboys Nation was, uh, you know, he allowed one pressure versus what? And people were already on Twitter going like, ooh, the Cowboys knew what they were doing. And I was like, come on, man. Let, let the, hey, let the game develop. Let the game end in the first place. And then we'll talk about whether or not the Cowboys knew what they were talking about. But get ready for that. If there's one safe prediction, 
for this weekend is that as soon as Micah or D-Law makes a play on Lyle Collins, people will throw that narrative out there on the social media. People will say, oh yeah, Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones knew that Lyle Collins was done. Even though he's actually playing at a decent level, I can see that coming from a mile away. That doesn't mean that Lyle Collins is the is an old pro tackle or anything like that, but I, I, I did find that funny last weekend. Mark says the Bengals left tackle will get some Parsons Sunday. John Williams. John Williams. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that Micah will, will move around everywhere. And maybe we were getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I do think that Micah Parsons will get lined up everywhere on this bowl game. And specifically, I want to see him line up versus the left guard of the Cincinnati Bengals because that is Cordell Bolson. That guy wasn't supposed to be the starter at left guard, but Jackson Carmen pretty much sucked in the preseason and training camp for Cincinnati, so he ended up getting the job. Bolson is a promising rookie. I think that at some point he was going to get to play for the Bengals, but that is a weak spot, and he, he actually got manhandled several times with Cam Hayward by the Steelers. And I believe the Cowboys will find ways to attack Volson. More on that later, actually, by the way. Let's see some of your comments here. Toxic Tom says, I didn't mind moving on from Collins. It was Bush League, how we moved on from it. Uh, 7-Eleven says, Mo Lyle Collins did not play well and had a hard time bending and blocking. I actually disagree there. I, I will say that Lyle Collins got beat. As I said earlier on the show, as pretty much everyone would get bit versus TJ Watt. But I think he was decent. At, at worst, he was average, maybe, versus TJ Watt. And that's kind of a good thing when, when that's the, the dude that you're facing playing and play out. Sean says, watching Kansas City's offense operating tonight, what about Eric Bieniemy replacing McCarthy next year? Ooh, Sean, Sean, sign me up for that. I would be all in for that. Uh Eric Vienemi not being a head coach in the NFL by now, honestly, sucks. And the fact that the excuse plenty of times is that he doesn't interview well, that's just straight up BS. And I think that Eric Vienemi deserves to be an NFL head coach. Unfortunately, he isn't. Uh, and I would be all in for the Cowboys signing Eric Vienemi as a head coach. I, I would be. So excited about it. We'll see. We'll see what happens next year, though. We'll see what happens next offseason. Eric Vienemi would be fun to watch in Dallas. Scheme change is what we need, says Sean. There you go. But anyways, moving on. Let's get to the X factors. Let's get to the X factors here at number one. And this might be the most common one and one of the matchups that has been discussed the most by now about a Cowboys versus Bengals game, is Travon Diggs. I'm going to center this one around Travon Diggs. Number one, will he chase Chase, right? Will he chase Jamar Chase? Usually, the Cowboys have not really made Travon Diggs the guy that travels with top-tier wide receivers, but I think this is the kind of game in which Travon Diggs and Jamar Chase are going to line up plenty of times in front of each other. And the reason why is... The Bengals are trying to get Jamar Chase more involved in the slot. I'm not sure that will be the case versus the Cowboys, though, because I'm not sure that Dan Quinn will really mm, 
stray away from his usual game plan in which you get these single high defenses by, by Dan Quinn. And the recipe, at least according to the consensus around the NFL, is that you need to play the Bengals with two high coverages. You need to take the deep trade away because Joe Burrow will find Jamar Chase and he will find T. Higgins, who, by the way, is in the injury report. He has been limited with a concussion. And then he did not practice for other reasons, non-injury reasons on Thursday. So something to monitor there on the injury report. But I think that we will see way more of Trevon Diggs versus Jamar Chase than any other wide receiver cornerback matchup on Sunday. And I think that because the Cowboys will play a lot of single high, because that's what they do, we're going to see Jamar Chase outside for the most part, because the Bengals will be looking for that big play. And you know what? Chances are he, he, he is going to get it because Jamar Chase is really one of the best wide receivers in the NFL at this time. But based on the kind of football that they play between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I think that Trevon Diggs will get a chance at picking off Burrow. This is not based on the fact that Burrow threw four picks last week, by the way, because I think that that's not the real Joe Burrow. That was a bad game and it happens in the NFL. But I think that they throw a lot of these isolated go routes. They get in a lot of this 50-50 uh, isolated ball going on between Voro and Jamar Chase. And that means that Trevon Diggs will be in a position to make a play. I'm sure he will allow some big plays. That's just what will happen when you're facing these two guys over there in Cincinnati. But I think that Trevon Diggs could get a pick. And based on what we know about this Cowboys defense, a takeaway or two takeaways is what is exactly the kind of thing that can keep this game close and that can keep a Cowboys offense that will actually be all about pounding the rock in the game. So my question for me to you in the chat is from 1 to 10, what is your confidence level on Trevon Diggs getting a pick versus the Cincinnati Bengals? Now, I like this comment by Joey Vela. Because he says, Diggs can't really tackle. He needs some work. And that has been an issue for Trevon Diggs for a while now. And we saw that last weekend versus the Tampa Bay Bucks when they were running towards him the entire game, right? And that, that was noted by Bob Sturm over on The Athletic. And I think that he was pretty, pretty right. Now, I think that's why you don't get Trevon Diggs traveling with Jamar Chase, by the way. Because if, if Jamar Chase gets on that slot and, and the Bengals try to get him the football in quick game things and they try to get him to rack up yards after the catch, which is something that I believe will be a point of emphasis for the Bengals throughout 2022. I don't, I'm not sure that it happens this game because I'm not sure that the Cowboys play too high coverages versus them, uh, at least not in the majority of snaps. So here are some of your answers. From 1 to 10... What's your confidence level on Trevon Diggs getting a pick? 7.7, says uh, Joe Vela. Lumen says, good comment, Momo. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Mark says, eight, seven for Albert Alvarez. We've got six from six to midnight, 50%, 9.89. Toxic Tom with the four. Samuel, Samuel's going with the nine. There you go. Gilbert with the seven. Bruce, 50-50. Benito, five. Six for Miller. And that's actually the answer that I had for you. I will go with the six. You know, you need to go with a low answer just because takeaways are rare in the NFL. 
Even Trevon Diggs with a monstrous season last year had 11 of them, which is significantly less than one per game. But still, I think that he gets one. Uh, th that would be one of my predictions for Sunday. I think that Trevon Diggs will get opportunities. And this is exactly the kind of game in which I would expect him to take the ball away. And that would be huge. That would be huge for, for the Cowboys. Because if the recipe is to make this an ugly defensive game, betting on what has been the strength for the Cowboys, then this is the way it happens. This is the way that it, it, it remains close. A takeaway or two. And the guy to take it to, to make a takeaway, that's Trevon Diggs for you on the Cowboys defense. So yeah, I would say that my answer will be a six. Now, number two on my X Factors, Big Oza. Oza Odigisua. He was the third highest graded cowboy last weekend. And by the way, Tristan Hill was graded even better by Pro Football Focus, but, but we'll leave that a conversation for, for another day. Oza is your starting defensive tackle, and he's been playing. I think that the Cowboys will try to exploit that left guard spot that we talked about earlier on the show. Cordell Bolson is definitely the weak link on that group of five starting offensive linemen for the Bengals, and I think that they will blitz that spot, and maybe they get Michael Parsons involved and Anthony Barr and all of that, but at the end of the day, Oza is the guy that will probably face him the most and I am guessing that the Cowboys will try to get Oza isolated with these guys as, as much as they can for them to get some pressure on Joe Burrow because remember you're coming off a week in which you faced Tom Brady what is Tom Brady known for Tom Brady is known for having a laser for an arm and he just gets rid of that ball quickly that's what's made him so special even at this age the fact that maybe he's not going to be Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes just slinging that football downfield, which, by the way, he can do at a very surprising rate even still. However, what makes him so special is just how he can, how quickly he can scan the defense and make a decision. And you can have the best pressure in the NFL. You're probably not going to get as much to him just because he will not have that football for long. Joe Burrow, however, will hold on to that football. And that's not necessarily because he freezes or because mm, he doesn't know what to do under pressure. That's because he wants to make a play and because the Bengals run these vertical deep routes. There will be a lot of chances to, to get that sack on, on, on Joe Burrow. And that pressure from the inside will be key for it. And I think that Oso Di is the, is the guy that will have the very most favorable matchup. Of course, you're thinking of Micah, you're thinking of D-Law because those are the top dogs in the Cowboys defense. But I think Oza is a guy to watch on, on Sunday for sure. That is the guy that I will be looking at playing and play out versus Cordell Bolson. Because I am, I am assuming they will get on him for most of the game. So my question for me to you before we get to number three on my X-Factor list is who is your X Factor for Sunday's game? By the way, shout out to Jose Benitez. Saludos desde Cuernavaca, Morelos. Thank you for watching, Jose. Thank you. Uh, who's your X Factor for Sunday's game? Let me know in the comments. And while you do that, and before I give you my final X Factor, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week 
is the new 2022 CX50 2.5S Preferred Plus. We were talking about a vehicle that has a 2.5 liter Sky Active G4 cylinder engine, all wheel drive features. It's got a sunroof, it's got rain sensing wipers, a Wi Fi hotspot, a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. The CX50 2.5S Preferred Plus starts at $34,340 on FreemanMazda.net, a family-owned business for over 65 years. Great customer service. And when you choose Freeman Mazda, you are choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. So make sure you check those them out on FreemanMazda.net and check out the pictures of the CX-50 2.5S Preferred Plus. That's a premium vehicle right there. Make sure you check it out once more. That is FreemanMazda.net. Who's your matchup, your X factor that you're looking at on this game? Let's see. Kellen Moore says Toxic Tom. The game literally depends on him not being awful. Sick says Lumen. And Sick has to be one of the most obvious answers. I agree with Lumen here. If the Cowboys want to win this football game, the run game will have to be there. Cooper Rush, game manager. And, and I think that, as we have said before here on Primetime, the Cowboys went with Cooper Rush as their backup quarterback because they like safe. They like to play it safe. And Cooper Rush is a guy that will do that. He, he will manage the game and mo more than likely, we'll see a lot of carries for Ezekiel Elliott. Tight ends, says six to midnight. Those are the X Factor. Tommy with Seek as well. Joey Vela with an interesting one. Dante Fowler, I like that. D-Law for Billy Bailey. Micah, says Jeffrey. Professor O with a good one. He says X Factor is Malik Hooker. That's interesting because Malik Hooker is the guy that could get those interceptions as well. We talked about Travon Dix earlier. Malik Hooker is a guy that we're hoping... Turns out to be an, a, a ball hawk for Dan Quinn's defense. Sam says Stephen White, Sam Williams. Turpin gets a deep ball, says Mark. So we've got a bold prediction in there as well. Uh, <laughs> six to midnight. This is, such a, this is such a dumb pun, but I laughed. <laughs> His name is no longer Kellen Moore. It's Kellen Less. <laughs> Hooker, uh, I'd say Micah. Kellen Least. Oh, my God. You're piling on him now. Sam Williams, if they play him, release Sam. People want to see more from, from Sam Williams. And the, and the door has been opened for Sam Williams because Terrell Basham went down injured, unfortunately. Toxic Tom says, Mo, did you hear what Mike McCarthy said about Tolbert today? I did, and I was kind of disappointed because Mike McCarthy pretty much said that special teams is the reason why Jalen Tolbert is inactive over... Simi Fehoko over Dennis Houston. And I was kind of disappointed at that because uh, I know special teams matter, but when you literally have one wide receiver, I am basing that decision on who is the best receiver. And the answer might still not be Jalen Tolbert, but I just, I am not a fan of the fact that he mentioned special teams as the reason why Jalen Tolbert was not active last Sunday because if that is truly the reason which I don't believe it is I, I don't think that given the the situation the Cowboys have at wide receiver 
is something that you would just brush aside and prioritize who can play on special teams. I, I That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So either I, I think that Mike McCarthy is just not being honest, which is very likely, or I hate, I absolutely hate the reason why they decided to keep Jalen Tolbert inactive. I don't know what will happen on Sunday. I At this point, I would be surprised if Tolbert is active. I am somewhat worried about it because it's definitely disappointing. And based on what we saw from Noah Brown and Dennis Houston, it's not like, oh, yeah, they're clearly better. So that's why Tolbert is sitting. That doesn't make a lot of sense either. So I agree with the fact that there's some level of concern there. We'll see what happens. As Mark also points out, he also pointed towards the fact that he suffered a hamstring injury earlier in the year. I still think that I still think that it's disappointing that he has not been active, though. Sad fact, says Professor O. Dallas has started 0-2 seven times in team history. They only had a winning record once. The other times they won six games or less, says Professor O. Good fact and, and happy fact to, to counter Professor O. And I'm not trying to. Don't worry. I'm just I'm just making this fun. Uh 2010 was the last time the Cowboys started 0-2. This is not a prediction. The prediction is coming later for you guys. But, but yeah, it's a sad fact from Professor O. And, and I will actually say that, you know, <laughs> those kind of facts rarely matter, but they're still interesting stats to look at. But just overall, if you start 0-2, it's far from ideal. What I like to look at, and, and we'll probably do take a look at those when we get deeper into the season, are those playoff odds based on the record that you are at? We'll, we'll take a look at those maybe next week for sure. Number three X factor. And this is the biggest reason why I think the Cowboys could be in for an ugly game in which they keep it close. And that's just what I believe is the biggest coaching mismatch on this game. The Bengals have a pretty good defensive coordinator. So, you could go with maybe that versus Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy. I'm not sure that I think that much, though, of the Bengals' defensive coordinator, who I also like because they do a lot of fun stuff on that defense with the safeties. However, I think that the biggest coaching mismatch here is Dan Quinn versus Zach Taylor and versus Brian Callahan, who is the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. I think that's a coaching mismatch right there. And there are some... some issues on that Bengals offense. I was looking at some numbers earlier today and I wrote an article about this on ADC Sports actually. The Bengals ran the football 89%, so let's round that up to 90. They they ran the football 9 out of 10 times on their center last week. That's just one of the many predictable trends on the Bengals offense. And earlier in the year when we were previewing divisions and we were talking about AFC North football and all of that, the reason why I went with the Ravens over the Bengals, the main reason is that I'm not sure that this Bengals coaching staff has proved that they can put their team in the best position to win. And the Bengals were one of these teams that 
forced a lot of second and long situations, a lot of third and long situations. They have been predictable in a lot of, of, of different ways. And I think this is where we get a big coaching mismatch between the Cowboys and the Bengals. I think that they have problems with their pass pro schemes. I think the Dan Quinn can exploit that with different looks, moving Michael Parsons around. I think that they can show some different stuff to them in the secondary as well. I think they can get Joe Burrow pressured and they can just keep him holding the football for long enough in order to make some plays as well. So that's my third biggest X factor. And that leads us to betting the Cowboys. My one bet for this game. And I usually, man, I, I hate I hate going with this one. Uh, it was a tough bet to make. I didn't want to touch the total. But for betting the Cowboys this week, we will go with a side of this betting spread, which sits at seven right now. It sits at a touchdown and an extra point. And I am going with Cowboys plus seven. We started the season 1-0. I like the points. I think that this will be a closer game for everything that we have talked about on tonight's show. I also think that the market kind of sent a signal earlier in the week because this betting spread was projected to be at a Cowboys minus three, more or less. Or even Bengals minus three. And then that jumped all the way up to Cowboys. Touchdown on their dogs. It went up to eight briefly, and the market pushed it back to seven quickly, even though more than 80% of the bets are on the Bengals for this game, according to Action Network. So I just, for several reasons, like the contrarian bet on this one. I think that the Cowboys keep it close, but I do have one more prediction for you. That's right. That's what we're calling it now. I have one more prediction, and that's the scoreboard. I think that the Bengals do win this. I think that they're the better team. They've got a quarterback. 21-16 is my score prediction. Ugly game. I think that DJ Reader gets two sacks on Cooper Rush. I think that Trevon Diggs gets the pick. 21-16, I think, is the game that we're in for. I can't believe that I took the Cowboys. Earlier in the week, we had a gut feeling question on what would you rather take? And I actually went with Bengals minus seven and a half. You know, that, that half is a huge difference. So I didn't expect to take the Cowboys, but as the week went on, I decided to I decided to to take the points. I think I think those are a lot of points. I have enough question marks about the Bengals offensive line. And when I say offensive line, I mean everything. As I said, pass pro schemes included because a lot of the mistakes from the Bengals are not really on the talent that they have at offensive line. Let's see some of your comments before we get out of here. Let me know what you think. What is your final score prediction for the game? Drop it in the chat. Let's see what we get here. Let me read some of your comments. What happened with the... What happened in the chat? I was just looking from the corner of my eye and, and we were talking about mods. We were talking about blocking people in the youtube chat somebody talked some somebody said that they went after leisha who went after leisha who by the way is a true goat what happened 
What happened out there? Anyways, let's see. Plus seven, says Lumen. I kind of disagree with that. Plus three and a half, maybe, says Lumen. Yeah, I expect this line to be uh, something like plus four, plus four and a half, plus five. I think plus seven is it's a little bit too much. I think that everyone and their mother is going to bet the Bengals. <laughs> and I like the contrarian bet here. We got him, Mo. It's all good. All right. Professor O says it's handled. All good, Mo. Hey, that's why we have mods, right? So, so, so I don't lose focus. So I like that. I like that. King Element says we got him as well. <laughs> I like the fact that everyone said, oh, yeah, we got it. We handled it. It's okay. But I do want to know who went after Alicia. That, that's unfair. Cooper Rush about to hold it down for all the gingers like Toxic. <laughs> I think since he wins by 10 plus personally, LOL. But I hope it's close as Professor O. There you go. Uh, let's see. 24-21 we've got in the chat. We've got a lot of different predictions. From what I can see, though, most are under predictions. But it's always a tough one. And I also like, and by the way, one final reason why I'm taking the Cowboys is you, all, you, you have the backdoor cover as well. <laughs> release LVE and Anthony Brown says Lauren Michael I think that LVE actually kind of had a decent game versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. not gonna lie I think they were talking about Be Brett Favre <laughs> okay that's random that's random as heck Scott says I do pick Cowboys Ooh, Scott Cole going with the Cowboys 21-20 because I think our defense is just simply a little bit better with Micah there you go I will say I will say something though Bengals defense is kind of underrated. They've got a deep unit over there. And that's actually one of, of the reasons why I think they can be a, a true contender in the AFC. That defense is underrated. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight. I'm taking the Cowboys in the betting world, but I am taking the Bengals in the real one. 21-16, I will see you on Sunday night to discuss why hopefully... I had my real prediction wrong, and maybe the Cowboys surprised us with an upset win. How fun would that be, though? Like, how fun would it be if the Cowboys go out there and win another one with a Cooper Rush? Except for the fact that some people will say that, oh, we're 2-0 with Cooper Rush. Seat Dak Prescott for him. Now, that would be kind of unbearable. However, for any other reason, oh, Mike Williams is insane, man. Mike Williams, bro. That's just Mike Williams. Mike Williams, man. That that was something. Anyways, it would be fun. And hopefully we have that fun Sunday night. I will see you on Sunday, 8 p.m. Central. Make sure that you catch Skywalker's Shield tomorrow morning. And then you catch the game day show with Jesse Holly. Subscribe to the podcast feed. They've got a fourth and long podcast now, Skywalker and Jesse Holly do. So make sure you check that out as well on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to them. And I will see you on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central. Prime time brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Do me a favor. Hit the like button because every like puts this show in front of more Cowboys fans. Bye-bye. Adios. Oh, Dia de la Independencia para México. Independence Day in Mexico. So uh, tomorrow. So Viva Mexico. See you on Sunday. Bye.